MoneyWeb now on The Money. Also available on podcast. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider. I'm chatting with Jacques Platt. He's a fund manager at Alan Gray. Jacques, appreciate the time as always. A, a note you put out last week really got me thinking, and, and, and you called it contrarian thinking, and, and it is in a sense. What it really is is, I suppose, in a way, asking the right question in, in the right way, which is so incredibly important as an investor. Yeah, no, agreed. I think it's um, often investors, it's very easy to react, right? And to see, okay, what's in the newspaper? What are the headlines? Mm -hmm. And you react to that. And really, I think it's an investor's job to think a bit more deeply and to try and evaluate companies regardless of the newspaper headlines. Yeah, and, and oftentimes it's, I mean, I, I hate the phrase out of a box, but as you say, it's that thinking differently. And, and one of them, I mean, you, for example, uh, iron ore, we saw the Kumber update, but what you're saying here is, hang on a second, let's understand what's actually happening in the in the Chinese property market, because that's going to be the, 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 the impact, really. Yeah, for sure. I must admit, that's not super out the box thinking. I think yeah. everyone knows it. But yeah, the, the Chinese property market, it, it's so important for, for South African investors. Kumba, Anglos, BHP, they make most of their money from iron ore. China buys two-thirds of the world's iron ore. And, you know, that they, they're, in our view, we, we are underweight those stocks. And we there are a lot of empty buildings in China. So it's something we've been nervous of for a while. Definitely something to, to have front of mind if you're a South African investor. Um, and if you're an investor in the index, they have a big weight. Yeah, that's true. It's also, I mean, and I, I can't remember now the name of the of the Chinese uh, property company that blew up. I think it was towards the end I of. I think 20. there are about ten of them. No, you're right. There are now a bunch of them. But but it's also weird how it was. Evergrande, it, I, Ever, Evergrande was that first one, and it was yeah. all headlines for. I mean, maybe six weeks. It's all anyone talked about the podcast, and then it kind of went quiet. But of course, it hasn't gone quiet. It's just the news cycles moved on. Yes, exactly right. Yeah. So this is a problem which I think you're right. The news cycle has moved on, but the problem is still there. And the one stat which I saw recently, which really struck me is the amount of new building started last year, mm -hmm. if you measure it in square meters, was down 40% on the previous year. I, wow. People are debating, you know, okay, the Chinese, the population's down a little bit. Is GDP going to be one or three or five or six, but down 40? If you're investing in iron ore, that's a big number. Yeah, okay, that is that is an, a, a giant number. Uh, bringing it more directly home, of course, load shedding. Uh, the, the the question on 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 the sonars and and I imagine budget next uh, next week is going to be around how much longer. The question you're asking is how's it going to impact the the stocks we're investing? And we've got some some highlights already from, for example, pick and pay and and, and shoprite most most notably, it's having an impact, and we need to significantly dig into that and understand. For sure, yes, uh, it's it's bad on so many fronts. It definitely reduces the value of a lot of South African companies, but it, it doesn't automatically make every SA Inc. stock a sell. Mm -hmm. You've got to do the work. And this is the kind of thing where a contrary investor is supposed to look for opportunities, right? It's, yeah, you can't just do a knee jerk and say, okay, there's load shedding, let me sell all my SA Inc. stocks. Some of them, I think there'll be enough margin of safety and it could be an opportunity to buy. Uh, the kind of questions we would ask would be, okay, how does this impact your competitive position versus the peers? How does it change your position on the global cost curve? That kind of thing. 
Yeah, and, and I think we, we, we saw fairly starkly different updates and, and market responses to, to both the, the pick and pay and, and shop right. This also brings us to, to diversification. And you know, we talk a lot in this show about, around diversification. No doubt you and your colleagues at Alan Gray spend a lot of time uh, thinking about it. As we sort of move into a year like this, I mean, is it almost a, 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 a sense of perhaps we need some more or is it a case of markets are always going to be weird, wonderful and tricky? Um, I, I would say it's it's more the latter. It's, you you always got to be careful. It's always a good idea to have some of the diversification, and but you also got to make some bets. And if, if you're trying to outperform the, the index for clients, there's no use your portfolio looking just like the index. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do try and set up the portfolio for for lots of different outcomes. We're not smart enough to know which way what the world's going to look like in three years' time. We 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 you can be good at working out intrinsic value, but you can always get sideswiped by something you you don't expect. So I think it's a, it's a good idea. Maybe the gold companies would be like a solid example, right? Mm-hmm. Which we we own them in the portfolio. They aren't super high quality companies. There are scenarios in which they aren't going to be good investments, but we also think there are scenarios in which they are going to be crucial for inv- for protecting your wealth, right? If there's runaway inflation in the developed world, you really do want to own some gold stocks to protect you against that. Yeah, yeah. And and the gold stocks is distinct from gold because, of course, that, that leverage effect. What also struck me in, in, the, in the note you put out, I mean, you, you've got a fair bit of, of, of JSC stocks, but a bunch of them are, are, are what we would call the SA Inc. stocks. And, and again, we, we look out the window and we, we, see, we see the load shedding, we see inflation and all the other horrible stories out there. Yet there's actually value and opportunity in some of these, probably because when we look out the window, it's so scary. Yeah, for sure. The the SA Inc. stocks, obviously, when you're evaluating a stock, you're taking a 10 or a 15 or a 20-year view. Um, and, and load shedding, you know, I hope it's it's gone in two years' time, but that is, that's, that's a small proportion of, a comp- of most companies' intrinsic value. Yeah, the, I mean, we do own, we own Woolworths, we own Nedbank, um, Remgro, they're all in our top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, they are not totally, but largely SA Inc. stocks. And yeah, in, in all those cases, we think the the value, there's enough margin of safety to justify owning them. Yeah, uh, it's that margin of safety. I mean, that, that perhaps is, is the key phrase. We'll leave it there. So our Plot Fund Manager, Alan Gray, always appreciate the insights. This show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Stanlib Asset Management is an authorized financial services provider.